You're listening to a Monkey Buns production. Hello everyone, it's Alfie here. Thank you for tuning in to Alfie Pod's Fantasy Footy. Yes, those who have tuned in to me before might be a little bit confused. Um, that's because this season I wanted to do things a bit differently, change things up. Last season we went under the name of the Ultimate Fantasy Podcast but that's not the route I want to take this year. I wanted to make it more fun, more personal, more personable, and more boo 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 boom or whatever. You get me. But I think we're going to have more fun this way. Uh, I've got two shows at the moment. The idea is to do more football shows in some sort of podcast emporium. Um, so we're going to have the FPL one, which is coming out tomorrow with Will and Matt. This one today is Das Boot Room. Das Boot Room is my draft league. So with my mates in my draft league. So we do talk about draft, but it's not just about drafts. It's not a football chat, random chat, and just a lot of, dare I say, banter, but old-fashioned banter without a T. So good, good fun. It should be fun. There's lots of different people on there. You've got Phil Dorks, who's a sports journalist. You've got Nathan Taylor, who knows his football beans as well. And you've got Sam, who's also known as Manners. And you've got Tommy Gunn, who's also known as Ryder. Ryder is a deluded Arsenal fan. And Sam doesn't really have a team. So we're representing everyone. Um, so, yeah, we're going to have a back and forth and a little chatty chat. I've had to make new jingles because of the rebrand. So I made a new one for this. And... I think it's pretty fun. I went for a sort of craft work sort of style. Um, but yeah, I'm going to have to make new jingles. Hey, why not? Uh, pretty soon I'll have a greatest hits and no one will want to listen to it. I'm going to stop talking so you can hear us talking. Do enjoy Das Boot Room. Hello, football. Are you ready to go to Das Boot Room? Talk some stuff, roll about, get football rough and das Room of das Room. Are you scoring a goal over my face? Count those points, abuse your friends, talk some tactics, never abandon das Uh, Phil, you look like you've got something to say. I don't know whether you reveal this about the fact that we're recording this while the Chelsea game's going on, but speaking of tackle, Lamps is just belted Zuma right in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good player, Lampty, actually. Oh, Lamptey. Yeah. Lamp, Lamp, Lamp balls, Lamptey. Uh, right, uh, right in the studs. Yeah, anyway. Just thought, I'd share, just thought I'd chuck that in. Yeah, no, we are yeah. recording whilst this is Chelsea's game going on. That's how committed we are to football. That we mm. record it whilst not watching football, if that makes sense. I think we should record the next one while we're watching the Spurs documentary. So it's like a reverse <laughs> goggle box where we all sort of sit and watch that and then we comment and we laugh at like things Jose Mourinho says. Like, um, you know, what's Portuguese for he's not Tony Adams? Stuff like that. <laughs> Come on, boys. Uh, fucking hell. Come on, boys. Fucking hell, you got to win. That's Harry Kane, isn't it? Yeah. It's Harry Kane. Larice yeah. says that, and then Jose says that as well. So it's pretty limited, isn't it? It's pretty limited. I don't really want to major on it because we have sort of majored on it a bit already. But 
it is uh, it's very funny, isn't it? Very funny. <laughs> Let's talk about Arsenal then, Ryder. Okay. Are you happy with his start? Yeah, I'm happy with our start. I'm happy Sabayo stayed for another year because uh, I didn't think he would. It looked like he was going back. But uh, we talked about this this time last year, pretty much. Well, not this date, <laughs> but this point of the season. And basically it was like, great, we're going to win the World Cup. You know, here we go, all that kind of stuff. And it started brightly and then it fell apart very quickly. It's, it's, quite, easy, it's quite difficult to sort of remember how bad it actually was under Unai. Uh, how bad it really got. Mm. I mean, pre-COVID seems like so long ago now. But actually, there was one point we basically could get renegated. And we only finished eighth because we had a Bamiyang. Yeah, I don't know, man. It was it was pretty grim times for a lot of last season until, you know, until Arteta's come in and, and turned things around a bit. And he's turned things around a bit, but you've got to keep that moving forward. It's all very well turning around a bit and, you know, looking quite good. But... Uh, for a bit, but that's got to be sustained. It's got to be sustained through this season. Um, but with the signings that we've made, I'm pretty, pretty, pretty confident about that. I mean, I was pretty confident this time last year, but every year, no, 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 year. not every year, no, not every year. Some seasons under Wenger used to go into them just absolutely dreading it, just thinking we we signed nobody. Our, our only two good players have just both pissed off to Man City, and like. What have we got? We've got some like. Oh, kids. I'm dreading this. We might finish fifth. Yeah, <laughs> no. What, 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 what awful Boo. situation. Yeah, uh, you know. Um, can I just counterpoint to that? I don't <laughs> think this league is at full of Fulham's. I doubt there are going to be many poorer teams. Yeah, Fulham look dog shit. Let's face it, don't they? Uh, yeah, team, yeah. Uh, what I mean is, it's full of it's full of baggage. It's a league full of baggage. You've just got to beat the baggage, basically from seventh down. And the baggies. <laughs> and the baggies. What I mean is, it's full of it's full of teams you've just got to beat if you actually want to do anything. So um, that's sort of where I'm at. Class, classic uh, league structure. Classic league structure. Uh, I was pleased to buy our stayed. I thought he's very important. We're a bit light on central midfielders. We're a bit light on creativity. We've got a one-dimensional Jacker um, who's okay, but he is one D. Um, Whereas, uh, whereas Sabios is creative. You know, he's 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 got a bit of talent, and Zidane hates him. So that let us have him for another year and we might we might sort of get him on a permanent. I don't know. don't know how it works, really. You can listen on your phone. You can do it all night. Drop the podcast and get angry. Go outside and start a fight. But be careful with your captain and be careful with your life. Because the football gonna get you going and get you right. Brighton have scored against Chelsea. Oh, well, that's interesting oh, because... Hey. Trossard. Oh, that's who, we, that's who oh, we said we God. should pick up. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a bum fight for him on the waivers. He's uh, Brighton yeah. a good side, actually, aren't they? they? If you go player for player, I mean, you've got Webster and uh, Ben White at the back. Webster's a very good player. Obviously, came through at Portsmouth. Uh, yeah. and then... Lamptey's a good player. Lamptey, I was just about to say Lamptey, who came from He's, Chelsea. Uh, from what I've seen of this so far, Lamptey's been excellent. Yeah. Really. Lamptey? Yeah. <laughs> well, Lamptey. <laughs> I, I, I was I was picking I was picking him up on the waivers towards the end of last season slash this year because he does do a lot of tackles as well. Well, I'll yeah. tell you what, we're going to go to Brighton, aren't we? We're going to go to Brighton Arsenal uh, and over Christmas uh, oh, yeah. if we're allowed to. So we've got that penciled in as a little away day. Are we um, going to go in the home end or? No, we go away end, mate. We, well, I don't know what I, we might not be in any end. Might <laughs> yeah. be, so. TV I think end. we just got to we just got to take whatever we can get. Do you want me to tell you about my bit of the draft, or do you want to do that later? Just hear from everyone. Yeah, else? let's talk. Let's hear from uh, let's hear from Phil because 
Phil's a lead supporter. He's obviously he's had <laughs> he's not had has as much hardship as those Arsenal fans over the years. Let's talk Leeds. Come on, let's talk Leeds. First game back, it was a bit of a um, a fairground affair, wasn't it? Did you enjoy it? I did. I, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to do. Despite the fact you lost. Yeah, I mean, it was a that that's what I I don't want to get all like kind of because like, there's a little bit too much kind of positive media about Leeds United at yeah. the moment. It doesn't make me feel very comfortable. Mm. Uh, I much prefer it when everybody hates us. Um, well, but you still hate it. Yeah, well, 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 well can I feel about that? Can I just say they're doing a very good job with the man bun situation? To make yeah, they've got, they've got some good man buns. Yeah, yeah Aileen oh. has got a fine man bun. He re- and uh, Calvin Phillips, he's uh, he's rocking one as well. Yeah. And they're all like different heights as well. Yeah, yeah. Not very, the man uh, buns, very, the people. Very diverse in our, uh, in our man bunnage. <laughs> anyway, sorry, we're um, diverting from football. No, no, I, I would just say, I, I, I think that um, that kind of game is is kind of what we might bring to the table a little bit this season because we're not we're not going to sit back. We're not a team no. that does. We played you up. in the FA Cup, Phil. Do you remember last season? Yeah, and I was oh, yeah, like, yeah. "Oh my God, what's going on?" Like, yeah. couldn't get the yeah. ball. Oh no, we, we are bit... we are firmly front. Like Bielsa's way of doing things is firmly front foot, and and you know, the, like win, lose or draw, that is that is his approach. It was extraordinary. Yeah. Like, I, I was a bit embarrassed to win that game. To be honest, the way Leeds played. Leeds played them off the park in the first half, didn't they? And then Arteta yeah. actually, to be fair. But, Mixed it up. Interestingly yeah, so. enough, that that game, that Arsenal game last season, was was a little bit the trailer for the Liverpool one. Not not the same type of game because it was wasn't as maybe as entertaining, but it was a similar trailer in that we gave a really good account of ourselves. But that quality is the difference, and that was mm-hmm. what happened with Liverpool. Like we we gave a really good account of ourselves. We we attacked well, and you know we kind of. Did, did better than a lot of teams did at Anfield, but Liverpool are just packed with quality. And when the chances came... Have you seen James Milner recently? Uh, not really, no. But have you seen his face? <laughs> like, uh, he's, he's so old. He looks like one of those First World War poets. Looks like <laughs> Wilfred Owen or someone. Like one of those wrinkly old men. Honestly, it's, it's, it's extraordinary. Like he's, by, he's starting to, you know, when, um, you know, when in Cocoon, when loads of old people go in the swimming pool and drain <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, the, of the aliens in the pods. It's, it's that, it's, it's that. When you crack one of them open, it looks a bit like that. Uh, Manners, I'm going to come to you now. Who are you supporting this year? Leeds, Leeds, oh, Leeds, 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 Leeds. Listen, I grew up in Harrogate. My first ever experience of a football match uh, as a supporter was... Ellen Road and it was terrifying I've told this story before you you shit your pants I did and my dad didn't quite know how to deal with it because I'd never been exposed to that level of blokiness um, uh, and actually just unpleasant but you still haven't (laughs) no I have spent time with Alfie but there's a you know it's just smoking and swearing and it was just yeah it was just quite terrifying but you know so I do feel an affinity but and all my mates supported them uh, growing up so yeah and also I did. I was so I spoke to Phil Branson the other day, um, and I was just chatting to him, and he's like, "Oh, who, who are you going to go for in the draft?" And I was like, "I don't know. I haven't really thought about it that much." And then he's like, "Oh, you should think about Leeds. They're going to play really aggressive, attacking football, and it'll be fun to have some of their players." So that's why I went for a bit of a Leeds midfield. I mean, I picked the wrong players, but you know, I still went for Leeds because I thought they are going to be attacking, and it and it is fun to have players in your team that you 
uh, that is exciting to support, not just one. Because mm. if you draft somebody in because you think, oh, they're going to do a job, they're going to get points, and then they don't, you just you get so pissed. I mean, you get pissed off anyway. But if you like the player and you like the team that they're playing for, you like the football that they're playing, and you can sort of root for them, then it makes it that bit better. Actually, Manners, I think you should do like a little American football roundup every week. Oh, oh well, I'm so sorry. No, okay. no, no, no roundup. Uh, American football roundup. I tell you what, it's a lot more close. Uh, Sam's NFL roundup for this week is this. Uh, watching NFL without fans is a lot more pleasurable than watching football without fans. Watching football without fans, there's something just so it doesn't matter what's going on. I mean, to yeah. be fair, I I haven't watched them. I didn't. I've never seen a game like the Leeds and the Liverpool one in a stadium, an empty stadium. So I, I can't talk to how exciting that might have been. But um, I just it's just so demoralising. On the it. radio is better. It's actually it, better on the radio because you can almost pretend it's normal because you get a bit of crowd noise. You've got mm. Jonathan Pierce or yeah, like, yeah. You know. Well, to be fair, that is how mainly I listen to him anyway. Because I don't know, Sky seemed to like. I've got Sky Go off my father-in-law, but I can't. It won't let me actually watch any games on it. So anyway, I'm back on Five Live, which is easier anyway on a Saturday. It's but yeah, gonna be the, it's going to be the one real kind of bit. Like the, the, I love the fact that Leeds have gone up. I love the fact that we're back in the Premier League and we've achieved something, especially seeing as we've done it in kind of such a quality style. But it, the one big regret I'm going to have is that, that I wouldn't have been able to go to that that first game back after 16 yeah. years of waiting for it. Oh mate, you, like, you want to be there all- for that. Mate, like uh, we've had a load of fun. We've been at Wembley loads, and we've just won loads of games at Wembley, and we haven't had a chance to have a proper day out. Oh, so, there we go. There's poor oh, Arsenal oh, fans oh, again. You know, yeah. Get, oh, get your priorities oh, straight, Phil. No, yeah. no, you're right. Yeah, I mean that that really must hurt after all the other Wembley trips you've had, where you have been able to go to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, but the the non fan thing is something definitely to think about in terms of draft because. Uh, it's going to make a massive difference for DF because normally we'd pick like lesser players from lesser teams. And sometimes at, at home, the crowd can get behind and make a difference. But if you looked at Fulham and West Brom, both of them at home, both of them got dicked. And, you know, and they normally a home team going up uh, who've just been promoted could steal a goal or something. But it doesn't look likely, does it? Yeah, I, I, I don't think the Arteta revolution is the Arteta revolution. I just think it's not letting 60,000 really miserable gooners in every week. So <laughs> I, I'd be quite happy to forego the £100 million a year that we earn from match receipts and just uh, just play with no fans ever again. Just keep it like it is. Did you see any of that test event that they did in Brighton when uh, Chelsea played in Brighton and they had some fans in? It looked yeah. miserable as fuck. Yes, you can't even sit together. You're Everybody sat out. on their own. No, one's, no one wants to sort of clap or cheer. Yeah, like, or try, try like you can't just go, oh, you're a fucking shit! Like, on your own, because everyone's going to know it's you. <laughs> that is true. If you're going to send abuse someone's way, it's obvious yeah. it's you. <laughs> Imagine trying to get a Mexican way of going in that. <laughs> to call people up. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that's what it won't be like in Brighton if we go down there. So um, I'm excited about that. I think we might be back to normal by then. Mexican second wave. Mexican second wave. Very good. Nice. Very good. Hey, mate, we've got to end it right there and then on that. That is the <laughs> highest point we'll reach. I definitely like the idea of having the NFL round up every week, Manners. Otherwise, you won't get to speak. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will have time. To, I, you just got to jump in when there's something that you've got to say. I, I enjoyed your little bit about being terrified at Ellen Road. 
<laughs> have you not heard that story before, Phil? Have no, I have, heard, I have heard that story before, yeah. I heard it, I think, three times during the draft the other day. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm just interrupting quickly because I normally interrupt at this point and say stuff, but I, I don't know what I meant to say. Oh, apart from check out the other show tomorrow. And if you're wondering why this has been such a delay in coming out, well, part of it's because of the rebrand and part of it is owed to the fact that I went out the other night and got chronically drunk. Accidentally, we're, we did a very nice evening out, but the beer had a hole in the top of the glass, which meant I could pour it into my mouth. And then they kept bringing it, and it's rude to say no. So a hangover, code blue hangover, put things off. So sorry for that. But hey, this is the part of the new breezy me. Put a podcast out, maybe not put a podcast out. All right, let's get back to this podcast. Uh, Nathan, Spurs. Yeah. Come on, Spurs. let's do Spurs. Spurs. Tell us about Spurs, Nathan. Uh, they didn't look great, did they, yesterday? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, mean no. I, was, I was a bit, I, I personally, I was just a bit, oh, I, I was, I wouldn't say shocked, because I was, I was a bit mm. surprised, because I half expect them to come back with a bit beneath, mm. beneath their teeth. No, well, it was beneath Between. their teeth in the end. Yeah, it was. Between yeah. their teeth. And, um, and they also looked like they just, didn't really know what they were doing a little bit. Which is weird because I think um, what Spurs have done with their two transfers so far is they've made slight upgrades in two of their problem permit positions in defensive midfield with Hoybier coming in and Doherty coming in for Aurea. So, but it really is the same again. So they've not really changed the system. They've just slightly upgraded those players. But you look at the way that Everton have completely overhauled their midfield and looked like yes. a cohesive unit, and Spurs did not look anything like a cohesive unit. I think Mourinho's had a few excuses in the of uh, apparently a lot of Spurs players have actually had quarantine issues and there's been COVID positive tests and stuff like that, so they've not trained a lot together. But having seen the teams that he's put out for the friendlies, it looks like most of the squad have played in the friendlies that have happened. So I'm not quite sure that excuse stacks up. Um, so I'm not hugely hopeful. Apparently uh, they're close to bringing in a striker at the moment, Spurs. Looks like it might be um, Patson Dacca, um, who I know nothing about at all, other than he's got, he plays for Zambia and he's scored quite a lot of goals last season. No. Anyone else heard of him? No. Only, Yeah. If it wasn't for the gossip, I'd never have heard of him. They <laughs> they were linked with some other players, including big striker um, from Torino, um, Bellotti, Andre Bellotti, who's like a classic. He's like the Italian Andy Carroll. Um, and he's had <laughs> two. Good. He's about twenty six. He's had two good seasons in his career, but both both times he's had a good season, he's been linked with Spurs, basically. But big lad, number nine, scores a, a fuck ton of headers, basically. Who wants to say stuff? Yeah, I'll say some stuff. No, someone else. Phil, you say stuff. <laughs> uh, just to talk about um, Spurs, they just mm. that it's not a happy club at all, is it? There's like no. it doesn't strike like everything that comes across. I mean, I, I haven't watched a massive amount of it, but from what I've heard about it and the bits I have seen, that whole documentary doesn't come across in a particularly kind of inspiring, upbeat light. Everyone seems. Like the either they're putting a brave face on stuff, 
or mm. it's just coming across as a, a little bit underwhelming and uninspiring. No but one really it, seemed what, happy to be there. I know they had a bad season, uh, but no one at any point seemed happy to be there. This is a team that a, a year ago were in, well, not not that long, over a year ago, were in the Champions League final and mm. you know had this brilliant manager and were upbeat and forward thinking and now suddenly the, the very opposite of that. Yeah, they just allowed that team, that squad and team to go stale, didn't they? They're, you know, in like a few years ago, Deli Alley looked like he was going to be a world beater. Um, he, 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 he looks no better than your your bang average Palace player, does he? He'll be a yeah. Palace in about a year. He'll be at West Ham. He'll be Jack Wilshere all over. Yeah, well, maybe. I had reasonable hopes. I I picked him up in the draft, thinking he might actually do something this year. You know, See, on, just, on the evidence he, of that forty-five minutes that he played on against Everton, I mean, I might as well bin him off now. Yeah, he's not. He's just not bothered. He's made a stack of cash. He just wants to go and like muck about and live his life and do that funny, weird thing with his hand and stuff. Get his haircut <laughs> twice a week. He gets his haircut twice a week. They've got um, nothing else to spend their money got... on, mate. No, no, no. It's extraordinary. Speaking of speaking of players looking old, like you talk about Milner, there was photos of Deli Alley on Twitter that he looks ancient now. He looks yeah, like he's he really yeah. taking its toll on him. Tatty's truck, Tatty's truck, I got a truck, it's full of tactics that brings me luck in you will suck, cause you don't have a Tatty's truck. Sam, you're notoriously bad at our fantasy league. How happy were you with your drafting? Um, hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa. not notoriously bad. I've had some very good seasons. I had a season when I finished third. And you also finished bottom twice. Joint, joint second almost. Um, <laughs> how did I feel about Well, it was a shambles, the whole system. So that was quite upsetting. But um, I did want De Bruyne as second. I knew um, Ryder going first was going to pop for somebody else. So I basically had my pick of De Bruyne and Salah, which I was trying to decide which to go for. Obviously, I got Salah last year and he did me very well. But I just thought... Um, I don't know if he's going to carry on doing it. Yeah, you see, there's my my foresight again. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> no, I've got I've got players. I've got players. Who else? We've talked about this before. You need your whole team to come in with points. It is great when one of them bashes loads, but if you get four points average from your whole team, you're going to win. Yeah, because it's head to head, of course. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Anyway, the point being is that now I'm I still feel a bit like oh, I'm going to worry all season that I should have uh, should have taken Stella. And yeah, from then on, it sort of descended a bit. I had internet problems, and it was just like I realised my list wasn't really long enough, which I would have realised had it not buggered around um, that my list had all sort of been taken by the sort of halfway through the third or pushing the fourth. So I was kind of a bit like I didn't have anyone else like lined up so I was sort of doing it on the hoof well that's going to hurt Phil Salah or KDB well I mean this is going to make me look daft after the first week but I would have gone <laughs> KDB uh, if I'd have had choice um, but obviously Salah's blown that out of the water this time around got lucky though I, I right just, I just think I just think KDB is is kind of he's your banker in he in terms of you know he's going to do stuff but can I just interrupt right now because there's been a live draft a live transfer, I should say. And is it you, Nathan? Yeah. You've made a trade with Tristan. You've picked has up. Is he accepted it? He's accepted it. You've picked up Greenwood and Saka, and got rid of La Salso and Gabriel Jesus. Yeah. Oh, bloody hell! That's all right. That Saka and Greenwood. Nice. Well, that's come on to you there now. Then let's talk about your drafting. Then now you've added those two players. 
Cool. I'm feeling a lot more positive now. Uh, I went, I think, sixth in the draft. Uh, Sterling was my first round pick. I was quite pleased to still have Sterling in the mix at that point, I think. I think he's kind of, if he stays fit, he's guaranteed to get me at least 15 goals from midfield, I think at the minimum, and then assists on top of that. Yeah, I think my premium player last season was uh, Son because I was on an auto draft. So I'm pretty happy with that. Not to say Son's a bad player, but. Mm. And then I, I've done some pretty heinous trading already. So I originally drafted Gabriel, um, the new Arsenal centre half, who looked pretty tasty, as much as it pains me to say, and got a goal. Swapped him straight out for Salazu, didn't even get on the bench this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we call hashtag managing, mate. Yeah. So, yeah, basically I'd heard that Salazu was a a player to look out for. And um, I thought that maybe Gabriel would be integrated a bit slower, but I didn't bank on the amount of injuries that Arsenal had. My team on paper, it looks all right. Um, I'm not feeling huge. Is it as good as Phil's? Because I think Phil's looks all right, despite the spanking yeah. he's getting this week. Of I think Phil's got a tasty team, actually. Go on, go on tell us all you got, Phil. Go on. Oh, oh man, I, I don't want to brag. <laughs> no, I, um, yeah, for, well, it's a good, I think I said this to you, it's a good spot to get for, because it means you get an elite player and then a very good one as well mm. next time round. So you're kind of guaranteed if you pick right to. I got Mane first up. Uh, it was I was it was either him or Sterling really, but I just thought I'll oh, Mane's mm. Mane's probably just going to edge it, probably more goals I think, but who knows? I don't know. Um, and then got Jimenez second up, so I was quite pleased with that in terms of attacking thing. But then I've just I just sort of thought because as much as and I, I don't know whether you mentioned it, but I won it last year. Um, but the, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> but, sort of, as, you know. Yeah, yeah, but but the thing is, is like, oh, let, yeah, okay. Well, let's not get into that. <laughs> Um, but the the thing about it was is that I kind of played it very uh, conservative, the right way of going about it, because I, I very much balanced it out with a few kind of choice attacking players, but mainly people who get a lot of tackles and interceptions and people who keep clean sheets, and that's kind of what won it for me. Because my main striker yeah. was Firmino, who is a striker Shit. who doesn't score. And yeah. So I kind of, I was very pragmatic in my choices and, and basically it saw me through. So I thought, sod it, this season I'm just going to have a bit of fun. Well, so it's I easy picked, to say I that when you're fourth in the draft order, isn't it? Yeah, I no, mean. true, true. But then, you know, using all of the using all of the, the kind of qualities I had in my favour, I decided just to have a bit of fun. So I just picked a load of attacking midfield midgets, essentially, who were going to get, hopefully, assists <laughs> and goals. Is, yeah, um, is this your Blackburn second season then? <laughs> yeah, this is going to be it. This is my rare Harford. It all goes to pot season, I think. <laughs> Tommy Gunn. Uh, yeah, I was first in the draft. I've never been first in the draft. I've never been top of the waivers and I've never been first in the draft. There's a lot this of pressure. Is fifth, this is the fifth season of doing this nonsense. Um, so that was exciting. Uh, but it's, uh, it's, a, it's a cursed position, actually. Because although you get to go first... You don't get to then go until twenty first. Until the next so, season, yeah. Yeah, like. and not only that, you've got to go twenty first and twenty second because you've got to go quick. And we only had thirty second draws, didn't we? So by the time you've sort of refreshed your team, realised everybody on your list has gone, um, found some other ones that you might want, put them in. You've then got to make a decision. You've got to make a decision. Then you've got some respite. You've got to make two decisions. 
So uh, that was that was tricky, man. To be fair, I would have traded out first for something a bit more reasonable, like fourth or fifth. I wanted to get in there early with a Bamiyang um, as first up because we got extra points for strikers this year. Uh, I never really believed in Kante points. I thought it was a load of rubbish. But so this year I've actually gone for Kante. So Good I work. can't win about it. You do realise I won the league with Kante points. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's, it's, so it's, did Phil. It's Tony, Tony, <laughs> Tony Pulis football, which I don't, I'm not a believer in. I'm a, I'm a purist. I'm, I'm, I'm an entertainer. So I've gone for him this year. So there's no whinging. Um, oh, you've actually I've got Kante. Up. You've actually got yeah, Kante. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got him, mate. I've got him. I basically, I, I went for players that, uh, I I had once and then gave away in in bad trades. People like Tielemans, people like Soyuncu, people like Kasper Schmeichel. They're players that I've had and then let go and then watched do really well. So I thought I'll pick them up now and then try and keep hold of them. Uh, <laughs> so that's basically my plan this year. Um, not get suckered into early trades because it's it's chasing the dragon. Because I always start badly and then. Um, and then I trade out everybody in the hope that I'm going to make up lost ground. And then I just never do. No. So uh, that's basically what happens. So I'm hoping that um, Aubameyang basically is going to sort of be my flag bearer and score loads of goals. You very much aligned your draft team with actual Arsenal team, haven't you? Yeah. You've even got so Pepe gone, in there. I bought Pepe back in because nobody else would and I felt a bit sorry for him. He got to like the <laughs> sixth round of the draft and I was like, I'll better pick him up. <laughs> so I'll have him. Um <laughs> And he's not going to play though, is he? Willian's going to get. Uh, Willian's going to be well, out. Willian got right three assists, then... didn't he? So oh, you felt so sorry for him last year. You picked him first. I picked him first, <laughs> and then held on to him for the entire season. So I just couldn't bear to let him go. The the big unknown is the Van der Beek lad at Man United. So we'll see what happens to him. I think he'll play a lot because they need they need a player like that. Uh, so I'm hoping that he he, he does does a bit. Mm. Well, of course, we went down to 30, 30 man squad this season, didn't we? Which makes it a make bit more interesting, doesn't it? That I was a big, I was a big advocate for that. I kind of pushed that because it's good. Well, there's a lot more players on the waiver. Why I hate using there's that loads term, of actually, good players yeah. still out there. Exactly, there's loads. I, of good I wasn't sure out how it was going to go in practice. That I didn't, I didn't know how it was all going to play out. And I, and but. Now that I've seen it in action, I'm quite I'm quite happy with it because it, it does it yeah. does like kind of encourage proactivity. Yeah, it stops Ben just holding on to loads of players, and then you text him and you never get a reply. So it stops all that, hopefully. And manners, yeah, yeah. manners, and all, all these kind of like you know Balance. inactive managers. They just sit on all these good players, and never do anything with them. So I'm hoping that they're 13. I mean, I'd go even more brutal. I'd just go 11. I'm just going to say nine. Yeah. I've just already gone with five this week. So. The only exactly. point where it'll get interesting, really interesting for everyone, is Christmas time when everyone starts rotating and you suddenly find you've only got five players in your side and stuff like that. That's where it'll get really interesting. But what I would say is that the, um, the free bin actually looks really like there's loads of players in there that I think, oh, they could improve my, my team and most of the other squads as well. So. Yeah, I think that is the benefit of going to small squads and one fewer team in the league this year as well. Manus, do you have anything to add? You normally got something to say. No, uh, except that Ryder was right. I forgot to say that the 32nd choosing was ridiculous. Like, if you don't want to sit around and wait for everybody to do picks with like a minute or a two-minute, then just set a long list and let it pick for you. Because... If you're doing it live, like you just didn't, especially with technical problems, we didn't have a chance to do anything. No, you do your prep beforehand, mate. But for the technical problems. Yeah. And you do your prep beforehand. And by the way, if you do two minutes, that means Ryder would have been waiting over 20 minutes for his second pick. Well, also, but remember, we've got a smaller squad 
anyway, and anyway, but what Ryder said about having to pick it when you when you early pit like second or first, yeah, you've got to do two back, uh, two picks almost two back to back, and it's killer. It's yeah, really well, killer. that's the rule. Yeah. Oh well, I'm so sorry you got first and second place again. I'm so sorry, guys. On the plus side, though, if we'd done it at two minutes, um, Dow would have at least been able to finish his cigarette and make a pick. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Waivers tomorrow. Waivers. This this small squad thing is like, this is the other part of it is that you need to be really certain about going Mm. for someone and bring him in. Unless you've got like a a pretty dash side already. I think there is going to be a lot of hashtag managing, isn't there, of people being like, fuck, I dropped that player and now they've gone and scored. Yeah. Yeah, like Lamptey, for example, you could... In in last season, you'd have been able to take a pump and just and just go. Ah, oh, well, if he if he's all right for three weeks, we'll just give him a little test run and see how he goes. But can't really afford to do that because you might end up dropping someone that's going to score you some points. For can't mm. gamble really, can well, you? Someone I was going to drop Reese James for Lamptey. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, mate. Yeah, well, I was going to go. Reese James was quite high up in my list, but then I bottled it at the last minute because I thought that it just to start picking Azpilicueta instead but yeah I get confused with all those Chelsea players there's so many of them they're all they're all so similar <laughs> no one no fair enough no, no, I see, no. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of it like players that would definitely get a lot of game time elsewhere now at Chelsea like the Giroud was really good post lockdown and he's not going to get a game no there's hey. talk of him leaving Giroud wasn't there but like you say um, Phil I can't see Abraham getting a game a month of Sundays mate Maybe off the bench a couple of times he might do, but but he's, like, what, I, what about Hudson Odoi? They paid him a fortune, and he's yeah, probably not going to play, is he? He's lost not his... Pulisic, once Pulisic and um, Ziyech are back oh, as well. Christ, I forgot about Pulisic. So that was Das Boot Room. I do hope you enjoyed that. If you're still here, you either couldn't work out how to turn it off, or you might have enjoyed it. So thank you for that. No. These guys, um, they're great guys. They're great to listen to. We don't claim to be the funniest people on planet Earth, but we do enjoy a bit of football chat and some laughs. And I think everyone does, right? That's what it's all about. One big pub conversation. And as time goes on, I'm sure you'll grow to love them and detest them as much as I do. Uh, Well, maybe more so. I don't know. Uh, That's it. I'm going to go. I'm just going to go because I'm very tired. And uh, I've talked enough, haven't I? So check out the sh- the other shows later on in the week and next week and the weeks going forward. And uh, you can contact me if you feel like you want to give some feedback. You are more than welcome to do that. If you want to engage with me on Twitter, I'll chat to you. It's no problem. You know what I mean? Unless, of course, I'm getting drunk. <laughs> and then I'll still chat to you. That's it for now. Thanks then. Bye. Hello, football. Are you ready to go to Das Bootroom? Drink some beer, talk some stuff, roll about, get football rough in Das Bootroom. Room of Das Bootroom. Are you scoring a goal over my face? Count 
those points of usual friends Talk some tactics, never abandon Dazboom Sexy 